0: We'll be looking for a moment, for a brief moment, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. I've been very busy this week, and I had a devotional that I wanted to do. Then I went back and I was looking at some of the other ones to make sure that I wasn't going to cross over and say something that I've already said, and I come across this one uh, where I wanted us to get hopefully, that we would walk away with an understanding of how He cares for us, how God cares for us. And this really stuck out to me. And uh, I really like pointing out how God works in the most mundane situations, what seem to be the most mundane situations in some of the most incredible ways. He doesn't just take care of big issues with his great-handed power, but he also takes care of the small issues with the same amount of attention and care mm-hmm. and power as he does the big ones. Uh, the interesting thing about this, and you probably you probably you might remember, I don't know, uh, but the most interesting thing about this to me is that verses one through seven here in chapter six are right between some huge events. Like, I'm, I'm talking about a, a man being brought, or uh, someone being brought from death to life. Uh, uh, the, the starving folks that have been fed, diseases that are being healed, curses that are being healed, the rises of kings and the falls of kings. And right in the middle of all this, uh, God places a story here. I think not for just any reason, or it was the best place to put it, but it says in verse 1, the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, please notice that the place where we live under your supervision is too small for us. Please let us go up to Jordan, where we can each get a log and can build ourselves a place to live there. Go, he said. Then one said, please come with your servants. I'll come, he answered. So he went with them, and when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. As one of them was cut, cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water, and he cried out, Oh, my master, it was borrowed. Then the man of God asked, Where did it fall? And when he showed him the place, the man of God cut a piece of wood, threw it there, and made the iron float. Then he said, Pick it up. So he reached out and took it. How miraculous. Over something so small. Yes. Now, <clears throat> you could you could spend days tearing these verses apart and getting out loads of information from this. Uh, you could connect dots for a lifetime. You could write a whole book on these first seven verses. But I just want to, to hit the, the easiest point that I can and say the dude was cutting down a tree. His axe head fell off. And by the man of God, through God's power, made an axe head for him. God cares. He cares. Like, you can't tell me that he doesn't care. He, he, he has made sure to make it very evident and clear through every verse of Scripture, from Genesis 1 all the way to the end of Revelation, that he cares a lot. And when we look at his person from our standpoint, it don't necessarily make sense to us. Why does he care? Number one, he made you. From the dust of the ground, he made the first man. And he has been intimately curious and and worried about what is going on in the life of man. Not anxiety worried, but making it a point to make sure he knows and notices everything that happens. To where not even a sparrow falls without him knowing. Not even a coin falls from your pocket without him knowing. Nothing goes unseen. Nothing goes uncared for. When you are in the lowest pit of despair, he sees you. When you are at the most minute point of despair, when you're on top of the hill, but you're worried about all the tiny things, he cares. And what's incredible is he says you have not because you ask not. It is really hard for us when we have spent our whole lives being told to go to work and take care of your needs. And that's exactly what we've done, to remember to stop before we do that and say, God, I know I'm about to go to work to try and take care of my needs. What pitiful effort I put into it. But will you please take care of my needs? Because I cannot do it without you. Mm-hmm. When a family member sick, maybe it, it, it could be... Uh, life-threatening or it just could be a common cold you take them to the doctor but don't forget to pray for god's healing or god's peace and comfort and his will to be accomplished but he cares in the smallest of things i don't know how many tires we have gone we've made go flat but i promise you my list is probably bigger than yours In the tiniest of details, I have seen even in that that he cares immensely. It matters to him. He cares about our tiniest needs and problems, and he is capable, more than capable, and he is more than willing and always present to meet our smallest and largest needs. And he'll do it in a miraculous way. He'll do it in such a way where you do not ask. I wonder if God had a hand in that. He did. He did, and He always will. He does the big stuff the same way He does the small stuff. He cares. He is willing to care for you and your loved ones just as He watches the spirit, just as He clothes the lilies, just as He paints a sunset. So much more will He care for you. Let's pray. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for this day. We pray that you would just go before us in these services and that uh, you would accomplish your will in all yes. that we do, all that we say, God, that you would be honored and glorified through it all. Yes. Lord, we just thank you for our, our pastor. We just pray that you would go with him, Lord, just uh, strengthen him. Uh, Lord, we know that he's studied. We just pray that you would uh, give him clarity of thought. Yes. Lord, just pour him out. Yes. On us, give us the words through him and through our Sunday school teachers that He would just be with them and bless them for all that they do. It's all these things that we ask in your name. Amen.